Be blessed. My name is Raymond A. Tillis, and I'm the pastor of the Progressive Missionary Baptist Church, where our motto is, the church where everybody is somebody. My prayer today, as you listen to this message, is that you might be encouraged, that you might find the strength to keep on in the name of the Lord. My desire is that you might live in the fullness of the Lord, and that you might be able to live and do all that he would have you to be. So be blessed. God keep you. I want to turn, have you turn with me to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs, Proverbs. We get a chance to preach much out of Proverbs. But I want to share with you from the 23rd chapter. And verse 7, Proverbs 23 and 7. If you find it, would you say amen? amen. Stay here a few pages. That's all right. We want everybody to get there at the same time. And the word says, Proverbs 23 and 7. We're just going to read the first part of this, this verse. It says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's all we want to talk about today. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Amen. Would you repeat after me? Attitude, Attitude. is everything. Why don't you have a seat? Amen. Attitude is everything. Uh, uh, we <laughs> oftentimes have comments about folks and their Y'all are going to help me today, aren't you? Yeah. Amen. We, we've all run across some folk with some bad attitudes. Yeah. Amen. Oftentimes, they're so bad, don't even want to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't even want to be around them. Man. Amen, amen. This, this passage said that, 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 that your attitude says something about you. Uh, he, he says, he says, as he thinketh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Um, this passage seems to suggest that what and how we think ultimately pertains to our mind. Um, if you will, church, our mind is our organ of thought. Um, it's that element of our being that allows us to think, is that element of our being that allows us to know, to imagine, remember, and understand. Um, when we talk to the mind, when we talk about the mind, rather, the mind refers to our intellect, our reasoning, our wisdom, our personality, all pertain to the mind. Uh, our mind is the reason why we like vanilla as opposed to chocolate. So I had somebody help me here. Then. The reason why we like cookies and cream, ice cream, as opposed to butter pecan. I'm a butter pecan man myself. God bless your spirit. The reason why some folk like potato pie, other folk like pecan pie. I mean, it's all because of our personality. It's a part of, of our mind, how we Think how we look at things. It's the reason why some like them short. 
Others like them tall. Somebody ought to help me here today. Some like long hair. Others like short hair. Oh, y'all not playing with me here today. It's, 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 it's because of your attitude. It's what you think is who you are. Ultimately, then, our mind defines, then, who we are. For our mind tells us how we will react to the world around us. Our mind really then is but our attitude. And our attitude is basically how we look at and react towards ourselves, how we react towards our church, how we react towards our community, how we act towards the world around us. Our attitude is, is nothing but how we respond to pain. How we respond to trial, how we respond to bad news, and how we respond to good news. I mean, that's all about your attitude. That's how some folk, you know, you know, Lord help today. Some folk, when they are in pain, some folk, amen, don't bother you, are, are, are just as sweet, amen, and, and, and they're still pleasant. Sometimes others who are dealing with pain get kind of grumpy. Amen. Doesn't, wait, doesn't make one way wrong or another way right, but it's just a reflection on our attitude. Oh, y'all going to help me here today. Your attitude then, if I had to sum it all up, is more than just your brain. Your attitude then is more than just your thoughts, your intellect, or reason, but it's the whole process that begins with a thought and ends up and causes you to act according to what you're thinking. Oh, I think I need to say that again. Your attitude then is the process. It's not just your brain, not just your reasoning. It's not just what you think, but your attitude starts with a thought and ends with you doing something because of what you thought. I wish I had somebody to work with me today. You know, everything that we do ultimately starts with a thought. Amen. You got up and came here this morning because you got up this morning and, and made up your mind that I'm going to church today. And because you made up your mind what you were going to do, your body had to follow suit. And what this passage begins to tell us is, is that our minds, our attitudes reveal some things about us. What this passage begins to say is, however you think is the way you're going to be. Uh, if you think on discouraging things, then you're going to be discouraged. Or if you think on depressing things, then you'll be, yeah, y'all going to help me here today. Oh, but if we keep our mind stayed on Jesus, yeah, if you keep your mind on his word and how good he is, you can't help but be blessed. I'm here to tell you that attitude is everything. Especially for believers. Brothers and sisters, our attitudes ought to be different from folk out there attitudes. I mean, there's something about believers' attitudes ought to demonstrate who we are. Well, why is attitude everything? Well, let me share a couple of things with you. I just want to lift some things up, talk about attitude, talk about our minds, and what this passage is talking about. For as a man thinketh. And his heart, so is he. Well, first of all, your attitude reveals where your heart is. Oh, Lord, let me say that again. Your attitude reveals where your heart is. 
Because the truth is, what you say is but an external manifestation of what you've been thinking. See, the thoughts of your mind are usually expressed with the words of your mouth. Amen. Your words really aren't but the voice of your heart. So the truth is, if it's in your heart, your ultimately, it's ultimately going to come out in your mouth. Oh, and if your attitude is bad, if your conversation is negative, then it must be something about your heart that's negative and bad. See, how you respond to the circumstances and those around you reveals how you allow the Lord to influence your heart. Lord, I didn't think I need to say that again. How you respond to the world, circumstances, and people around you, amen, reveals how you have allowed the Lord to influence your heart. Jesus told the scribes and the Pharisees, I believe they're in Matthew chapter 15, verse 8, they begin to, 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 to kind of talk about Jesus and criticize Jesus because he didn't make his disciples wash their hands before they started to eat. And Jesus says, with your mouths, you give me praise. He says, say, you talk a good game, but your heart is, somebody ought to know what I'm talking about there, is far from me. See, church, it's possible to say the right things and do the right things for all the wrong reasons. See, see, everything that folks say and everything that folks do don't necessarily mean that they meant to do it for the right reasons. And what Jesus was saying is, yeah, y'all are tithing. Yeah, y'all coming to church. Yeah, y'all worshiping God. But you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. You're doing it because you want to be seen. You're doing it because you want to feel like you're better than somebody else. You're doing it because I, I feel like hey, I'm all that and a bag of chips. Jesus said you say the right things, amen, but your hearts are far from me. Church, you need to be careful. You need to realize that what's in your heart will eventually show up, well, what's on the inside will eventually show up on the outside. Amen. I tell my daughter and I tell young ladies, you need to watch out because these young men will tell you some things that sound right. They'll tell you some things because the truth is they may tell you one thing, but what they won't. Somebody going to help me here today. Yeah. You got to be careful. Because when folk have ulterior motives, they'll say some things to get what they want. They'll do some things to get what they want. And the truth is, once they get it, they gone. So then you need to be careful because your attitude is but a reflection of what's in your Hard. See, 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 God's not concerned so much with what we do, but he's concerned with why we do it. Amen. What, what, what motivated? I mean, why are you here this morning? Are you here because you needed a word from the Lord? Are you, are you here today because you needed some encouragement? Are you here today because I know that I need to go to church because the Lord, the preacher got something to say to me. The deacon's going to pray up his name. The choir's going to sing his praises. There's something there at the church house that I need to go there today because I need in my spirit. Or did you go here today because maybe you got a new pair of boots you wanted to wear? Maybe because you got your hair fixed yesterday. Or I want to see who at church today. Maybe I can find me a husband, man. 
Man, find me a wife. Somebody ought to help me here today. Why, 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 why are you here? And sometimes we can do the right thing for the wrong reason. So, 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 so the scripture writer says, be careful now because your attitude is but a reflection of your heart. But not only is your attitude a reflection of your heart, but your attitude is a testimony of God's goodness. Yeah, your attitude is a testimony of God's goodness. See, if there's anybody in the world that ought to be grateful, who ought to rejoice, it ought to be God's children. Amen. If there's anybody who have an amen on their lips and hallelujah in their hands, it ought to be God's people. Because you know what? For no other reason, God has been good. Some wrong. Amen. If you say you love the Lord, he heard your cry and pitied every gone. Some wrong. If you say the Lord picked you up and turned you around and placed your feet on solid ground and somebody asks you, how are you doing? Well, oh Lord, I don't know. I just make it. I don't know. You know, every now and then you ought to say, you know what, brother? I'm blessed. Or, I'm doing good. You know what? It may not be how I want to, but I'm going to keep pressing on because I know the Lord's going to make a way. Something wrong when God's people are always complaining. Always griping because of what they don't have or what somebody else have or where I could be. See, you need to realize that God is good. And your attitude ought to reflect just how good God has been. Remember the children of Israel when, when, when the Lord brought them up out of Egypt land? Amen, amen. Where, where, where they were slaves, where they had to make bricks without straw. I mean, they were under bondage. I, I, I mean, talk about being slaves, y'all. They were mistreated. The Lord delivered them. Delivered them. I mean, they, they, they were in Egypt. They were slaves. They left rich folk. The word said that they carried the, the riches of Egypt out of Egypt. They grabbed the silver and gold. They had it all. As soon as they got in the wilderness, they started complaining. Lord, at least back in Egypt, we had melons to eat. We had cucumbers and watermelon. We had fish. The Lord began to feed them with manna from on high. Amen. After the Lord began to feed them with manna, they, they began to complain. Lord, we tired of bread. Bread in the morning, bread in noonday, bread in the Lord, we tired of always eating bread. Can you give us something else? Lord came from meat. Rain down fire from on high. Matter, matter of fact, if memory serves me correct, for far as the eye can see, probably about three or four foot deep, it was quail, it was bird. All they had to do was reach down and pick it up. Yet they still complained about that. And you know what? The interesting thing is, they didn't understand that the Lord had been taken care of. Oh, y'all not hearing me today. See, they didn't realize they didn't have to plant crops. They didn't have to plow any rows. Y'all, they didn't have to harvest any corn, yet God had been taking care of them. They didn't have to go hunt for deer. They went hunting on antelope, yet God gave them everything that they needed. I need to stop by and tell you today that God's been too good to us for us not to give him some praise. God's been too good to us. He's been taking care of me. Amen. He's been delivering me from darkness. He's been keeping me from danger seen and unseen. I got to give him some praise. 
And church, God's been too good to us for our attitudes to be so foul. Look like we've been sucking on lemons. God's people ought to come running up in here. Praising God, running down the aisles. Lord been good. The Lord been blessing me. The Lord woke me up this morning, put running in my feet. Somebody here ought to be able to say thank you. For no other reason, God, but because you've been good. So our attitude, not only is a reflection of where our heart is, but our attitude is a testimony of God's goodness. See, if God been good to you, you ought to be able to say so. If God blessed you, you ought to be able to say so. See, you may not be all that you want to be. You may not have all that you want to have, but the truth is, if it had not been, for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Let me begin to wrap this thing up. God, 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 God. The word tells us that our attitude reveals some things about us. It reveals where our heart is. It, 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 it reveals God's goodness. But your attitude also determines your altitude. Yeah, see, because what you think can either elevate you or decrease you. What you think, amen, can make you happy or it can make you sad. Church, your outlook, your view of life will often determine if you will be victorious over adversity. See, how you look at your situation. See, as believers, amen, trials and tribulations is just another opportunity for God to bless us. Oh, uh, oh, Lord, help today. If you really know who God is, if you really have a relationship with him, amen, your trials and tribulations are but opportunities for God to show up in your life. It's just another opportunity for God to let me know that he's in control. It's just another opportunity to let me know that man don't run things. The job don't run it. The boss don't run it. But God's in charge. And in spite of what folks say, in spite of what folk do, in spite of how folk want to undercut me, if I'm in God's hand, then I know I'm going to be all right. It's interesting. We find in Philippians, chapter 4, that there is a connection between our mind and our ability to overcome trials and tribulation. Philippians chapter 4, oh, about verse 4, Pastor Paul tells us to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice tells us that in spite of where we are, in spite of what we're going through, he tells us to rejoice anyhow. Paul has the gumption, he has the unmitigated gall to tell us that in spite of where we are, in spite of what we're going through, that God is worthy of some praise. He didn't take any surveys. He didn't ask 200 people. But Paul says, well, no matter where you are, God is worthy to be praised. And what he's saying here really is our inner attitude does not have to reflect our outer circumstances. Oh, let me say that again. 
what he's saying is our inner attitude does not necessarily have to reflect our outer circumstances. Well, how is that possible, preacher? Let me see. Can I explain that to you? Then I'm going to take my seat. He says here really that if your mind is stayed on Jesus, if your mind is attached to your source, which is, a, which is the power of God, if it's attached to the power of God, even though your body is going through some trials, even though your body is in an uncomfortable situation, see, your mind can tell your body that it's going to be all right. Oh, y'all not hearing me today. What he's saying is that what's really in control, amen, it's not your circumstances, but what's really in control is what God's word has already said. That's why he says there in the latter part of this fourth verse, he says in verse 8, finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. He says, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think. On these things. He said, now, if you're going to be victorious, if you're going to be an overcomer, you got to change the way you think. See, 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 everything that happened to you ain't always negative. See, if you think, well, Lord, I ain't got a job, but this is just your opportunity to take care of me. Because your word says I've been young, now I'm old. Yet I haven't seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed bearing bread. Yeah, you, yeah, the doctors may say I'm sick, but God, I know. That your word said that by Jesus' stripes, y'all not hearing me today, I'm healed. I know, Lord, that through Christ Jesus, I'm more than a conqueror. So if you can get it up here, if you can put it in your mind, he says, think on these things. And if you can think on them, it'll change your praise. See, because for your praise to be right, your attitude got to be right. Oh, y'all not hearing me today. See, you, you really can't praise God if your attitude ain't what it's supposed to be. You really can't give him glory if your attitude ain't right. So that's why he says, think on these things. Then he says, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise. See, it's something about praise. Praise is able to take you above your circumstances. It's something about when you begin to acknowledge God even in the midst of your storm. It's something about when you begin to acknowledge that God is sufficient in spite of what you're going through. He is able to take you higher than you have ever been. I know for myself today, church, and I'm a witness that we serve a God who is able to make it all right. So then I got to make sure that my attitude is right because attitude is everything. Amen. This ain't mind over matter. This just ain't believing that it's going to turn out all right. But this is believing that the God that I serve is able. Don't you know God is able? Don't you know he's able? He's able to deliver. He's able to make it all right. He's able to heal. In confusion, he's able to give peace. When I'm troubled, he's able to make it all right. God is able. We sing a song, woke up. This morning, when my mind stayed on Jesus, I don't know about you today, church, but I got to keep my mind 
on Jesus. Because he's my all in all. When I'm sick, he's my doctor. When I'm hungry, he's food. When I'm lonely, he's my friend. I got to keep my mind stayed on Jesus. Something about the name Jesus makes it all right. Something about the name Jesus. Something about Jesus, church. If I just keep my mind stayed on him, he can keep me till my change comes. Well, I submit to you as I take my seat, maybe our attitudes aren't what they should be because our minds are in the wrong places. Maybe we can't rejoice. Maybe we can't praise him because we're thinking about everything and everyone else but Jesus. I don't know about you today, church, but I'm not going to hitch my horses. I'm not going to hitch my car to nobody but Jesus. And there's something about when you know Jesus. I'm not saying what mama told you. I'm not saying, Grandma, I mean, when you know him for yourself. I mean, when you've come face to face with the master. You know Jesus, don't you? Talking about Mary's baby. You know Jesus, don't you? Amen. They wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. We're talking about Jesus. Went about healing the sick and raising the dead. We're talking about Jesus. A woman with an issue of blood touched the hem of his garment and she was made whole. Yeah, talking about Jesus. He ran across a blind man. The word says he spit on the ground, made spittle out of the clay, rubbed it on a blind man's eyes and he was made to see again. Talking about Jesus. That same Jesus who hung, bled, and died on Calvary's hill. That same Jesus who stood up there. The truth is, church, that should have been me on that cross. That should have been you on that cross. But Jesus, he hung there for a sinner like me. I'm glad today that Jesus made my joy possible. Now I can praise him because I know where I am. I don't have to stay there. I can praise him right now because what I'm going through is not going to stay always. I can praise him now because wherever you are, the good news is that we serve a God who's able to deliver. The Bible says it like this, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I don't know about you, church, but I'm waiting for morning time. It may be dark right now, but I'm waiting for morning time. Oh, you may can't see far right now, but I'm waiting for morning time. Isn't that good news today? Because the Bible said even though Jesus died bright early one Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. It looked dark while he was on the cross. It looked dark when people were spitting on him. It looked dark when they were talking about him. Oh, but Sunday morning came. Oh, and he got up. Didn't he get up? With all power. All power. Holy Ghost power. Heaven power. Supernatural power in his hand. And because he got up, he put a praise in my hand. He put a praise on my lips. Running in my feet. Clapping in my hand. Because he got up, I know it's going to be all right. Because he got up, I got somebody on my side 
that's bigger than who's on the other side. Because he got up, oh, I have all power to do what God wants me to do. So I want to encourage you, brothers. I want to encourage you, my sister, to keep your mind stayed on Jesus. And if you can keep your mind stayed on Jesus, some of that other stuff that come in there won't have a time to linger. The truth is, sometimes we think on some things. And when you think about it, you say, Lord, why, where did that come from? Sometimes some things rush through your mind. And sometimes you have to rebuke yourself. Lord, I'm not going to, where did that come from? But if you can keep your mind stayed on Jesus, he can help you when you need him the most. Church, let's give the Lord a big hand clap of praise today. God bless and God keep. We'd like to thank you for participating in the word ministry of the Progressive Missionary Baptist Church. We would love to have you to come by and worship with us. Sunday morning, our worship services start at 9.30 with Sunday school, followed by our worship services at 11 o'clock. Tuesday nights, we have our youth meeting, starts at 7, and also prayer meeting and Bible study. We'd be glad blessed to have you to come by and worship with us. We're located at 944 Reverend B.J. Lewis Drive in the Acres Homes area of our city. If you'd like to contact us, you can phone 281-447-2399. If you need prayer, we have persons here on staff that's able and willing to pray with you. Our prayer line is 281-820-1552. Again, thank you for participating with us and be blessed.